0: But you're still here. Why? I don't know.
1: You don't need this, poor. You only need me.
0: Have you seen it? It's the chosen. And it is a huge hit. In fact, it became a worldwide phenomenon, and it's recognized as the most successful crowd-funded TV series to date. And who's behind that? Well, that would be Dallas Jenkins. Chicago guy, creator, producer, director, and co-writer. Dallas, thanks for joining us on WGN. How are you today?
1: Oh, I'm so excited to talk to you. I grew up on WGN, and I don't live in Chicago anymore, but I have fond memories of, the, of uh of WGN and the Cubs, and I've been a sports obsessed for since I was a kid. So this is a this is a thrill to talk to you.
0: You are a diehard Cubs fan, and you've got to be excited because we're looking good, Dallas.
1: Oh man, and we won today, and the uh, Brewers lost. So yeah, this is uh, this has been an unexpected uh, joy this year. Didn't didn't think we we uh, progress this far, but we're twelve games over five hundred.
0: And does somebody have to pitch you, pinch you, to remember? I mean, you're throwing out the first pitch on Saturday. Have you ever had that chance before?
1: Oh, no, no, no. I've, this is a bucket list item for sure, and uh, so I'm hoping, and it, it's also a big game, we're playing the Diamondbacks, who we're also in the hunt for the wild cards, so yeah, a buddy of mine, Ben Zobrist, uh, is the one who uh, got this for me, and uh, yeah, I'm hoping that uh, I can get us off to a good start on Saturday, and not throw the ball in the dirt, and uh, I, 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 hopefully we can stay stay in the uh, in the race, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm really really excited about it. i got family coming in from all over the state. Uh, I'm bringing in my kids from out of town, uh, so we And we can enjoy this together.
0: I got to tell you, I have only had a chance to throw out a pitch on the south side. And being a lifelong Cub fan, I was already nervous. And it didn't help that Ron Kittle was just giving me a hard time before I threw it out. And my husband kept saying, don't release the ball too late. Every time we practice, you release it too late. And if you release it too late, it's going in the dirt. And that's exactly what happened. And it was totally humiliating. So, yes. That's my piece of advice. I also gave Sister Jean when she threw out the first pitch on her 104th birthday a couple weeks ago. Don't release it too late.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no one is being really helpful. No one is saying, we know you can do it. It's all, don't hit the dirt, don't screw up, you better be practicing. So uh, I'll do my best to just uh, just focus on the glove. Okay,
0: let's talk about The Chosen and the worldwide hit this has become. Tell everybody who hasn't seen it, how you would describe
1: it? Well, this is the first multi-season show in history about the life of Christ. And the thing that makes it different, the thing that makes it, if you're listening now, rolling your eyes going, all right, I've seen Bible projects before, right. and they're always stiff and formal and emotionally distant and churchy, and Jesus feels like he's from a stained glass window, and all the characters feel like they're, you know, European, uh, and they're speaking in King James English. Uh, this, the, the, the most common description of the show is that it feels authentic and human. Uh, this is a show that feels like like a normal tv show it just happens to be about the people of first century galilee so you see jesus laughing with his friends you see him dancing with his friends at a wedding Uh, you see the disciples and even the enemies of jesus as real human beings with lives and struggles and questions and doubts dealing with the same issues that we're dealing with today and uh and so we're now uh, we just finished filming season four the first three seasons have uh, unexpectedly i would say become as you mentioned a bit of a phenomenon i say that with all humility i I'm, I'm just kind of feel like I'm a passenger on the train here watching this show uh, grow around the world. But uh, now you can watch it on Amazon Prime, uh, Peacock, uh, the free and easy chosen app. Uh, it's very easy to find now, and, and uh, it's really starting to, to hit, a, hit a chord for sure.
0: And, the, and you're, you've been in entertainment, you know, once you left Chicago. This is not your, your, your first project. What do you think connects with people about this? And you're right, there's been so many projects previously about the life of Christ. Why is this one, other than the fact that you just talked about? But there's something else, there's something else going on that is connecting people. What is it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is what I just mentioned—the humanity of it. I mean, I think I hear that term more than anything. It's like, wow, these people feel real. Now, you'd think that that wouldn't be so uh, crazy, but uh, when you when you consider whether it's how we've sat in church over the years and seen Jesus in a painting or on a stained glass window, or the Bible projects we've seen, just being human and, and authentic uh, in, in the portrayal of the show uh, feels unique. I would also say it's things like humor. You know, there's, there, you know, we, we we include humor in the show. It feels like a normal show. It's inspired by shows that I've loved in the past. I mean, gosh, when people ask me the influences, I'll say, you know, shows like West Wing, shows like Friday Night Lights. Um, Now, that may sound weird, but when you think about the fact that it's character-driven, you're following these people from season to season, episode to episode, as opposed to just a 90-minute movie where you're typically just going miracle to miracle, Bible verse to Bible verse. There's no real emotional connection, and sometimes no even real spiritual connection. But this is a show that even non-believers have really loved, because they say, okay, maybe Maybe I don't believe Jesus is the Son of God. Maybe I don't go to church, but I do love seeing the historical portrayal of this person and seeing, even, yes, the miracles. And yes, uh, the fact that I, as the creator of the show, am a believer and it is faithful uh, to Scripture. It doesn't feel like a church service.
0: And so you were, I would imagine, a very religious upbringing in the Chicagoland area, right?
1: Well, yeah, my dad is Jerry Jenkins. He wrote the Left Behind books, uh, so he was famous for that. But he also, just to make the connection to the Cubs again, uh, he, he was a sports writer as well and uh, grew up in the Chicagoland area. Um, he did uh, Oral Hershiser's book, uh, Brett Butler, no, Walter Payton, a book called the Sweetness back in the late 70s, uh, Mike Singletary's book. So, yeah, we have a deep Chicago roots, deep sports roots, and, yes, uh, a deep uh, Christian faith.
0: And, and you thought that was really going to be your path, right? You wanted to you wanted to be in sports, either broadcasting or reporting.
1: Yeah, my, when I was growing up, uh, my goal was to either be an athlete or a sports broadcaster. So yeah, I was listening to you know Harry Carey. Back when you know, back in the '80s, of course, and Chuck Swirsky and all, you know, I, I, WGN Radio, like I mentioned, was a yeah. big part of my life. And I wanted to do that. I wanted to, if I couldn't play in the games, I wanted to talk about them. But then I saw the movie One Flew Over Cuckoo's Nest in high school, and uh, with Jack Nicholson, and that changed the course of my life because I said, I want to do that. I want to tell stories that uh, that foster the same kind of emotional response that I got from this movie.
0: It's really nice to meet you, Dallas. Uh, everybody is uh, texting in and and supporting you for that that. First- first pitch that you're throwing out at the Cubs game on Saturday against the Diamondbacks and and tell me, what's your prediction for the season? How far are we going to go?
1: I, if, if I was to be honest, I would say I don't think we can beat the Brewers uh, and win the division but I think we're pretty safe for the wild card now and if we, if, if, if our pitching staff, if our starting pitchers, I mean gosh, we're getting contributions from people we didn't expect, but if, if our top three or four pitchers are all on point, I think we can, uh, we can at least make it past the first round.
0: Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it.
0: Dallas Jenkins, he is the man behind The Chosen. He is the producer, the creator, the director, and the co-writer. Make sure you cheer loudly if you're the game on Saturday.